1: It's truly a pleasure to speak to leaders from all walks of life and all over the world. Because what I've learned over the years that each one of us have a different path to win big. Our starting points are different. Our goals are different. Even the choice of paths, each one of us want to take is different. And in that background, today is truly a pleasure for me to welcome my VIP guest, Patty Blue. Patty has established very successful businesses throughout her career. She has extensive experience buying, selling, and running businesses. This expertise developed over time has allowed her ability to assist and give small business owners the options for retirement or exiting their business in a dignified way. The moment I read about this part, I really felt we need to have a conversation because many of us, including me, run small businesses where getting through the day becomes a win. But I really think that that conversation and learning from Patty would be really key on what is a planned end goal, which is a big win for all of us. So Patty can't hold back my excitement anymore. Welcome to Secrets to Win Big and let's start the conversation. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. So Patty, let's start at the very core is you bring an incredible gift to small business owners by provide them provide them with options for retirement and exiting their business in a dignified way. What does this look like? What's your secret to make these big impacts for C-suite owners? Well, in
0: 2020, I owned a company with uh, 200 employees
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was in the employer sponsored healthcare space and it was I had five other partners other shareholders and we we had clients that were esops employee stock ownership plans or owned by their employees but we really didn't know about the benefits and once we learned about the benefits of an ESOP, in other words, transitioning your company and in essence, selling your company to your employees, we decided that not only would that be the perfect fit for Helix, our company, but in doing so, I've been been in the business world for over 30 years. So I belong to associations and I have met other business owners Along the way, uh, I sit on three different boards and everyone I talked to knew, most knew what an ESOP was. They knew about as much as myself and my partners knew in that it was an employee-owned company. But that's as far as the education went. And so with an ESOP, one of the benefits is that You can stay on and stay in control of your company. You can actually stay on in your current role and stay in control so operationally your company doesn't have to change at all, including your role if that's what you want. I had thought about doing that. And then along the way, I realized that I was not alone. I didn't, I actually did not talk to anyone that knew what the benefits were. And I realized that there was a tremendous lack of education out there about these benefits. So I actually stepped down from my role as president and CEO of operations appealing of and I launched Excel Legacy Group so that I could not only help educate other business owners about these great benefits, but I could also help them put their ESOPs together so that they could garner every benefit. Because one of the other things that I realized during this process is that not everyone that that puts an ESOP transaction together knows how to garner every benefit for the employer and the employees alike. And in order to make this a tremendous win-win, you need to garner every benefit
1: brilliant so very with your experience let's be totally honest and brag for a second you could do anything you want okay but you have chosen to do this to make an impact because you are helping small businesses can you share a right. few stories i don't want to get into confidential stuff of course and you, you know, of course won't get there but any of the bigger stories where you just felt good about taking somebody to a place and the gratitude of the email you got made you realize that, you know, I'm at the right place doing the right thing.
0: So examples would be a, a major example that I can give you is there was a, at the company Helix that I owned, there was a girl, this is going to start out as a very sad story, I'm going to warn you. But this individual, this girl, a coach for our company. She coached our clients. And in 2015, her second brother committed suicide. And I, as I mentioned earlier, I've owned and run multiple small businesses throughout my career. I still own a company that is a speakers bureau and event production company. So I'm very familiar with the speaking industry. And when this happened with Mettie, it was a travesty that happened to her and her family of four siblings. Both brothers had committed suicide, one when Metty was 11 and another one when she was in her 20s. And when she came to me, I realized that she needed to get this story out there she was already a coach. And so what I did is I introduced her to the National Speakers Association, NSA. And I encouraged her and mentored her, that she needed to she needed to talk to students in school, especially middle school is now her her key uh, client group, not to say she doesn't speak to high schoolers or grade schoolers. But right now, fast forward six years, and Nettie is an international known speaker on the topic of suicide prevention. And it was seeing what she went through with her brothers. And my passion at the time was, I did not want Her brothers to die in vain. I wanted her to take her story to the world, to anybody that would listen. And right now, she speaks in front of the United States Armed Forces. She has spoken in front of. She made the cover of Forbes Forbes magazine just recently, and so that is somebody that I had an impact on. That let's put it this way. What she had to offer the world was far bigger than me and far bigger than Helix, who she worked at as a coach. She was very concerned at first that it would jeopardize her role at at Helix because that was her livelihood. And I told her, I assured her, I said, Nettie, I'm your boss. I'm, I'm the owner. This is not going to jeopardize anything. As a matter of fact, we have 36 school districts that are clients, and I would like to gift them their program. So over a three-year period, we gifted uh, those clients of those school districts Medi's program, and it has saved a lot of lives and changed a lot of lives.
1: I really appreciate you sharing because to me there were two, two threads to the story. One was of course her story of going through and these are situations where none of us can even imagine what she went through but taking that pain and channelizing that and of course she has saved more than one lives but even if she saved only one that is one more than most of us do okay. I'm to give you a little credit a lot of credit because sometimes in Secrets to Win Big at Zen Mango, I really feel there are individuals who are really see beyond, most of us don't. You saw the bigger impact she can make on others and in the process she could enrich her life. And I really want to thank you for the wisdom and insight of leadership without which she may have still have an impact, but I really feel that that was amazing. Can you also give me an example of a business transition where you helped a business transition and plan get an exit plan that really is an amazing case study for your business?
0: So like a like now that I've uh launched Excel Legacy Group yes, with an exit strategy. Are you talking about? yes, or... yes
1: exit strategy.
0: Okay. Yes. So I have a client that I'm actually still working with right now, and this is not only a success story for myself, but for this individual as well, because she was actually a part of an ESOP when she was an employee employee owner, right? And that company was sold to a third party because one of the misconceptions about an ESOP is that once it's an ESOP, you can't sell it to a third party, which is not true. But what that does is that when you sell to a third party, that triggers a buyout, right? So an owner gets paid when there's a sale of a company. So all the employees got a payout. Wow. She got a payout and she started the company that she's in today. And she contacted me and she said, I want to now transition my own company into an ESOP because I know how it feels to be an employee owner and I want my employees to feel the same way. I want them to be employee owners. So right now we're making that transition for her and all of, so she's actually paying it forward with what happened to her, paying it forward and her plan is that she is going to stay involved so that once the employees are vested, they will, be able, they will be able to sell to a third party and this will launch those employees into their own businesses because she's encouraging entrepreneurship. So she is a she's actually a, a tremendous inspiration to me with
1: what her plan is. And you know, to me, listening to you, you are an inspiration to me because what you have done is you talked about pay, paid forward. I also would look at on the corporate terms is you created a culture, a culture of putting team members first. And that I really think is brilliant because you didn't put a one-time solution. You helped the person see the benefits And the very fact you have triggered that, which as you said, paid forward, it moves. That's brilliant, absolutely. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, you know, I just want to take the conversation two different directions. First, I want to talk a little bit about the bigger picture. With your experience in business, you know, at the core of all this, you are a very successful business person. You are a very successful talent spotter person. You are a very successful, culture, transfer, and sports, and you influence people. So as you look at business success taking from 50,000 feet, what are some of the bigger things business, small businesses miss when they try to win big but fall short?
0: I think that you have to have a process in place. Okay. One of the first things that I did when we started with the company that we transitioned to an ESOP with 200 employees, is I started putting processes and protocols together that we followed. They, and as, as time went on and we grew bigger, we actually outgrew those processes. They didn't work anymore because we were bigger so we actually had to reevaluate and put new processes in place for our size growth so what small business owners to me should do is processes and protocols that everyone can follow creates consistency for a client so i'll give you an example when i first started out i did not Find, or I was not the founder of Helix, the company that I just turned into an ESOP. I met the founder in 1990, and I was actually his, the first examiner because he had a computer program or a computer uh, platform that could be used for health and wellness. I was actually the nurse out there in the field that, performed all the duties, and then the participants received a report. So what I found when I was out in the field is best practices that not only were industry standards, okay, when it comes to drawing blood um, or doing any kind of medical procedure, there's obvious uh, standards in in each uh, profession. But I also learned during that time, what made a client happy, okay? And so what I did is I implemented not only the best practices that were industry standards, but also the best practices that made our clients happy. And I basically multiplied that with each and every uh, employee that I hired that would be out in the field conducting those screenings. In addition to that, when we hired inside staff to to actually uh, set up the screenings or set up the medical procedures, I put those processes in place as well. And it was based on customer satisfaction. What made our customers happy? Because when you have happy customers, what are they going to do? They're going to talk very positively about you in the workplace. And most of our business at Helix came from customer and broker referral. And what that came from is customers being happy with the standard, the standardization of processes. I think that's at the core of every business is standardization of processes.
1: Brilliant. So let's go to another different direction. And you and I are having this conversation today because we connected through Hero Club, C Suites Network. And I just want to give a little shout out to Tricia Ben, an amazing leader. So, let's just talk a little bit about C-suites. you know you being a very smart person like you are involved. So what are some of the advantages, wins that you have had being part of the Hero club?
0: Well, I've been a part of the Hero Club for less than a year, and I have met some of the most amazing people through Jeffrey and Trisha. I cannot thank them enough. I Right now, I have to share this amazing story. Are you familiar with Laura Ninoff and Nate Kiedman?
1: Yes, a little bit.
0: And the Quint project? No, I don't. So, Helix, my company, is located in an opportunity zone. And the reason being is it's an industrial area, it has real estate or uh, retail, and it's also uh, residential. And there was a, a mall that generated a lot of uh, income and jobs in that area that closed down. And it was bought by a company out of this country that hasn't done anything with it. And it has been it has caused the neighborhood to decline, okay? Well, through the C-Suite Network, I met Nate and Laura. And what they're doing is they are transforming communities like Granville, where my business Helix is located in. Okay, And right now, we are in the midst of getting the approval from the city of Milwaukee to transform that area, which literally will be, there's a brand new mayor that was just appointed. If he can solve the Northridge Mall problem in his first year in office, and he will literally transform the Southeast side of Milwaukee. And that is monumental. So that relationship came from the C-suite network. So I wanna do a shout out about that because that neighborhood is in such desperate need. And we actually go on the October 4th, we're heading to Cleveland, Ohio, to their grand opening and kickoff of these community projects. So I'm very excited about that. It has nothing to do with ESOPs, but it has everything to do with helping a community. I sit on the board of the Grandville Bid, and when Nate was telling me about this, I couldn't help but bring it back to the board that I sit on. And the opportunity to transform our community is... Wow. Uh, Very
1: exciting for me. I'm so glad I asked the question. So, this is fascinating. So, now let's look forward to a very unique conversation. Visualize with all your wisdom, you are having a cup of coffee, tea, or breakfast, lunch with Patty, 16 years old, and Patty, 100 years old. So, what would that conversation look like? You know, the reflections and the intrigue in that conversation.
0: Well, um, I came from a blue collar family. My mom was a housewife and my dad was always an employee of someone. There wasn't any entrepreneurs in our family at the time. And so I really didn't even understand or know what an entrepreneur was, to be honest. And if I had to have a conversation with 16-year-old Patty, first of all, I would teach her, or I would advise her to read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book. Now, and encourage her to become an entrepreneur and and tune out the naysayers, the people that are saying it's impossible to do something early on so that I could have launched my career much earlier than I did. I launched my entrepreneurial journey in my 30s. And if I had to back it up, I would back it up a lot sooner than that. Now, the conversation with my 100-year-old self, my 100-year-old self would say to me right now, take time to smell the roses.
1: I love that. And you know, there are plenty of roses that are blossoming because of your impact and truly appreciate you sharing that. So I asked a lot of questions to you. It's only fair if you have any questions that you want to ask me.
0: Well, um, can I share the benefits of ESAPs?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Wonderful, because I think that everyone needs to know about these benefits, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, I literally could retire right now uh, because of the sale of my company last year. But when I found out that there wasn't enough education out there, I launched Excel Legacy Group. And I think I mentioned to you one of the benefits was that you can stay on and stay in control of your company. So, that's benefit number one. If you want to stay on in your role and continue to make your salary and stay in control of your company, you can do that. Nothing changes when you transition to an ESOP. So, like with a third party sale, it could really disrupt the entire operation, and employees could be at risk for losing their job. That is totally taken out of the equation with an ESOP. That's number one. Number two, You're guaranteed fair market value for your share. An ESOP cannot pay less than fair market value for the shares of your company. So, and number three, number three is that your employees will receive a windfall retirement benefit because an ESOP is a retirement benefit, okay? It's similar to a four hundred one k, but a four hundred one k on steroids. It can literally transform your employees' lives. The people that help to grow your company, you can transform their lives. And I'll give you an a couple examples of success stories. There was a um, furniture store that was a fourth generation furniture store in. Uh, the Milwaukee area that just transitioned a couple months ago to an Aesop. And there was a press release on Facebook. And all of a sudden, there's all these naysayers saying, oh, it's a money grab. This is a gimmick. And all of a sudden, there's a local grocery store that is an Aesop called Woodman's, a bagger from Woodman's chimed in and commented, this is no money grab. This is no gimmick. I have over a million dollars in my retirement fund. Let's just say there was dead silence and all of a sudden all these likes were coming in on the bagger from Woodman's comment. I couldn't have said it better and no one else could. This is literally a way that you can share your wealth with your employees. And by the way, it's not coming out of your pocket as the shareholder. Remember, you sold your company for fair market value. The company bought you out on behalf of the employees. Benefit number four, when you transition to an ESOP, you become a tax-free entity. You don't pay corporate taxes anymore. So, you're literally that 33 to 40% or more that's being paid out right now is now ending up on the bottom of your balance sheet. First of all, to pay you out, the company is buying you out. And then there's a vesting period for the employee retirement fund. And then it's funding the retirement fund. In addition, there is a company that sold to an ESOP at $25 million. They chose to take those additional resources and bought five four other companies. And now they're worth $100 million. Wow. So if you can imagine what that does for the employees, for the retirement fund, but it gets even better than that because the next benefit I'm going to talk about is called the second bite of the apple. So I bet you're wondering about this time is what's the downside? So this is considered a downside, but I don't consider it a downside because when you, there's banks will not loan up to 100% of their market value. So you're most likely going to have to take some type of owner financing. So that's looked at as a negative. I don't look at it as a negative. I look at it very positively. And the reason for that is that you're given warrants in exchange for the taking owner financing. Once that loan is paid off, those warrants can be exchanged from any of the shares that came back through normal attrition in the company during that loan period, come back to the original shareholders up to 49.9%. Typically, it's about 30 to 35% come back and you can literally sell your company back to the company, sell your shares back to the company again. This is called the second bite of the apple. But remember the story of the company that was 25 million and then 100 million. When you're selling the shares back, it's for the 100 million value. So if it's 30%, You're selling your company again for $30 million. You just sold it for 25, five years ago. Now you're selling it again because you did owner financing for another $30 million. Now there's a benefit in there for your key leadership team. It's called the Management Incentive Program. So you can literally share the wealth with those key employees. Like remember when I told you about the president Mm-hmm. The new president of that brand new ESOP that bought four other companies, every company has key leaders that are transformational. If you split that with them or you give them 10% and you take 20%, and in this case, there were five leaders in the company and there were 10% in their bucket. They were each handed a check for $2 million for a total of $10 million. The key here is this is a retention tool and a golden attractor, because when you set up the management incentive program, you tell these employees about this. And so they're motivated okay, by this management incentive plan. So you can literally transform people's lives. And it doesn't have to come at retirement. It can come two to five years after you
1: form the ESA. I love this. And to me, this tells me in this conversation, if I had to title this conversation, it's about the power of employee ownership. You that's right. And in this conversation, you talk about the path to get there and the path to get there is a bigger win. It's a bigger win for the original owners, the team, and also the culture that it creates. So Patty, this is an absolute fascinating conversation. Like to me, you know, these are simple things and I love the way you explained everything. Truly appreciate this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for taking time to share your passion and the impact you have made in the lives of small businesses around the world. Thank you.
0: You're welcome.
1: Thank you all for listening to this incredibly fascinating conversation. Thank you, Patty, for sharing from your heart. This is really fascinating and shows us the path to ESOP Employee Stock Ownership Plan and how we can all win and accelerate our wins in doing that. This is Arjun, truly fortunate to bring these conversations to you and looking forward to bringing you another conversation real soon. Thank you all. Happy listening.
0: You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Singh founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts.